Welcome to the family with Tom Bernard and co-host Catherine Brandt, Tevin Pittman, Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. A lot of great guests today. A lot of great guests all week, as a matter of fact. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. No business I know. Um... Catherine is doing her nails right now. I'm wondering, are you going to get a like a vat of goldfish to eat the dead skin off your feet during the show next? Is it goldfish? No. Why don't you turn on my mic for me there? There. Because I don't want to hear clip, clip, clip. I'm That's not why. clipping. You were too. No, I'm not. I can see it in your hand. Yep, she's going to get the goldfish pond to eat the dead skin off her feet. I have never done that. I think that that would feel super creepy. Oh, yeah, that would sounds... tickle like hell. Yeah. And very tickly. I think I'd flip yeah. out. I'd be like, fish are biting my feet. It'd be very tickly. No. So I did uh, learn over the weekend that, uh, you know, next time I see Tevin, and I walk behind him, I won't put my hand on his shoulders because it, apparently it's a sex move now. So I, I can't Sex do that. move. What does that mean? Well, that's, well, this whole deal with Joe Biden now. Apparently uh, a woman, um, Lucy, I can't remember her last name, Lucy in the sky, whatever it is, she's saying that uh, apparently um, that Joe Biden made her very, very uncomfortable because he put his hands on her, on her shoulder 
and smelled her hair and then kissed her <laughs> head or something. Smelled Sorry. her hair. Uh, well, yeah, smelling your hair, that's, that's, yeah, that's weird. That's the worst part. If my, if my dad okay. smelled your hair, I think you'd be more creeped yeah. out than him putting his hand on yeah. your hair. Let me smell your hair, Tevin. Yeah. I want to smell your and hair right now. And then your forehead. <laughs> I think, I think those he, two no, no, are no. the ones that he, should, you should be concerned no. about. She kissed her. He kissed her on top of her head. But then, uh, about three minutes later, when he walked out on stage, she leaned over and kissed him on the cheek. So I don't really understand. And again, I'm not taking sides here. I'm not saying she's lying. I'm not saying Joe Biden. I, I, it's kind of suspect, though, because or it's at least suspicious, uh, because she's a huge supporter of Beto O'Rourke. Oh, I thought it was Bernie Sanders. Uh, Bernie Sanders, too. Yes. Oh. She likes Bernie Sanders. It's like any, any way over the top nut job. She likes those people. Which apparently a lot well, of people in America. Well, what's interesting is all over Twitter this morning, this was like a big deal, and apparently she has photos of herself posted with Bernie Sanders' hands on her shoulders and oh, stuff, and she's not okay. complaining about that. But if he did sniff her hair, that is, yeah, that's, like, that's what she says. That's really I mean, weird. I mean, I'm sorry if I was really close to somebody, you know, like you know, for a photo. And I noticed that they smelled really good. I might say something like, wow, what is that perfume or what's Cologne, that champagne? Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. Yep. It all depends on the context, you know? Yep. I mean, I don't like Joe Biden, to tell you the truth, because I am i don't like the fact that he's jumped on that all white men are evil crap. Yeah, he has. Um, Shut up, Tevin. I heard that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to save it for the break, but we can talk about it. Tevin rolled his eyes. <laughs> I was saving it for the but, break. Yeah, you know, I just don't appreciate that. I, I just, you know... I, I just don't. Yeah, look, we have three women on the show today, and I want to get your opinion on this whole deal. Because as you know, where I grew up, people were always, you know, touch, I, I, smelling I, people's hair. Well, I don't know about smelling hair. <laughs> but, you know, I, I use it as an example. You know, when my dad was gone, Mr. Laurent, Mr. Fisher, and Mr. and Mrs. O'Brien would put their arm around me and go, hey, you're a good kid. Don't worry about it. You're going to make it. If they hadn't done that, if they hadn't comforted me, it would not have had the same impact. Right. They actually took the time to comfort me and say, don't worry about this. You got it, kid. You're smart enough. You'll be fine. So if they were told in those days to not touch an 11 year old or 10 year old boy, I was 11 at the time. uh, They were, oh, you can't touch 11 year old boys. I would have felt completely left out. It, they made me feel much better and have much more confidence in myself by touching me and saying, hey, don't worry about it. But once again, that's intention. Their intention was to comfort you. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. It was. But how does she know that his intention wasn't to comfort her by by putting his hand? He puts his hands on people's shoulders all the time. Yes, he does. So I don't know. And again, I'm not taking sides here. I'm just trying to understand because I'm not a woman what that feels like. So what does it feel like? I know when, uh, you know, people are are touchy-feely. I sort of watch and see if they're touchy-feely with other people. Yeah, because some people are just like that. Yeah, and because I, I mean, I'm a Minnesotan, so we've got that you know personal bubble that's mm-hmm. about what six feet wide. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. breathe. Yeah, we don't like we don't. Yeah. yeah, we don't like people like sitting right next to us, or it's like, why would they sit right next to us? What's wrong with them? Yeah, we're we're we have more we have more space in Minnesota, mm-hmm. so we don't feel comfortable with being right on top of each other. Whereas under other cities that are very crowded, people feel more comfortable being around mm-hmm. others. Now, your mom will tell you, well, Andy and Alex will tell you, too, and maybe all of you could, you know, jump in on this uh, statement. Is Tim Lammers with us? Yes. 
Okay, Tim, obviously you're in this conversation as well, but um, I have now for the last... Different question. What? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say very quickly um, that... No, I lost my train of thought. I can't remember what I was going to say. So what were you saying? Well, I have a different take on all of this, and and it it goes back to what you were saying about the, the, the Democrats clearly don't want this guy, right? Yeah. Now, right. I don't know about anybody else, but I found it suspicious that a day before Amy Klobuchar <clears throat> was going to make her big announcement, that all of a sudden, suddenly, all this aberrant behavior of her, you know, uh, behavior in the office towards staffers. Right, <laughs> right, And I exactly. looked at that as a total, she was totally being sandbagged by the inside. Mm, Am I wrong I agree. there? Nope. I think you're absolutely right about that. Look, if she's a stern woman and is hard on herself, she's going to be... If you're hard on yourself, you're going to be hard on everybody. That's just what you're used to. If you're hard on yourself, you demand the same thing of other people, right? Right. Generally. I know. All I know is that I, I don't know Amy Klobuchar. I've never talked to her. I've never met her. But she is friends of a close friend of ours, the Gerards. And every time something in my life happened, whether it was a Hall of Fame or whatever, Amy Klobuchar would always send a message through Gene Gerard, tell Tom congratulations. That's really great. Uh, so I don't know her, never talked to her or whatever, but she still said, hey, that's really nice. So, you know. what? Well, But the problem again, is in I, politics I just, is. Yeah. No, the problem in politics is that they're, they're going to pick their person, and if you're not that person, they're going to do anything they can to make sure you can't run against them, which I find disgusting. Well, and that's the exact thing I thought when this came out. Because, mm-hmm. again, why is this all of a sudden important now? Why is this coming out when essentially it's meant to undermine what she's trying to do? And I thought, yeah, they, they don't want her to be the person. I don't know right, if that's a legit, right. like I say, I don't know if it's a legitimate argument or not. I don't know if it's because I've become so jaded toward this whole process, because, again, it is obvious yeah. who, they, who they want to be their person. And I just, I, again, I'm not judging her one way or the other. I don't know. Um, but, again, I, I, I almost, I just, initially, I didn't judge her behavior. I just looked at it like, you know, somebody's trying to take her down. That's all I looked at it as. Catherine Pat passed a little bit of information on to me today that I didn't even know about Ocasio-Cortez. Don't you think if you're going to make these sweeping statements, you might want to do a little research to make sure what you're saying isn't completely out of, out of the ordinary or come 100% wrong? Well, if her followers believe what, what? everything she says, then why do the research? Okay, Catherine, what was it again? Okay, let me find oh, it. Oh, she's going to find it. So, uh, yeah. So I don't mess it up. No, well, you're doing research, which is what she okay, should be doing. Okay, according to Ocasio-Cortez, Congress amended the Constitution to prevent FDR from being reelected. Quote, unquote, they had to amend the Constitution of the United States to make sure Roosevelt did not get reelected. Reminder, FDR died in office in 1945. The 22nd Amendment came in 1947. <laughs> oh, my God, she's so stupid. <laughs> she's a moron. She's an idiot. You she know, didn't even do her research. Yeah, and she's got a staff. Wouldn't you, before you tweet out yeah. facts, make sure they're actually facts? Of course, you know, I don't think Trump does it either, so I don't no, Trump doesn't do it. You're right. Trump says things that aren't right all the time. There's no, they all do that. There's no penalty for lying is the problem. Yeah, it's pretty much true. 
You know but what I, I would love, and I, I'm not one to get into Twitter fights, but no. I would just love to once just tweet her and say, "Are you ever wrong?" But the problem is, yeah. her pe- people will just tear you apart yeah, and no. find a way to try right. to bring you down just for simply. Well, it, yeah, it's a smart-ass question. I admit it, but you know, <laughs> some people did feel like they're never wrong with things, you know, and no, everybody's wrong. I'm sorry, they are. It does happen, no question. What I think should happen with both Trump and Ocasio-Cortez, Trump should model hairstyles for everyone, and <laughs> AOC should teach people how to have an extremely toothy grin. Man, she's got big teeth. She does. You ever notice that? She's got gigantic teeth, man. Hey, I'm smiling. Good God, you look like a shark. I don't know. She's a moron. And What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever works, but I just, uh, that whole touching thing, um, I remember Jackie Cation was in studio uh, just a few months ago, uh, well, I guess about six months ago now, and I hadn't seen her in a long time, so when I walked behind her to get to my chair, I put my hands on her shoulder and said, hey, great to see you. And then I said to her, God, I shouldn't have done that. I forgot you can't do that anymore. She goes, yeah, it's true, you can't do that. So at the end of the show, she said, but you can hug people, and she came over and gave me a big hug. But I hate being... That's not who I am. I grew up in my neighborhood. People would pat you on the back. They'd put their arm around you. Hadn't seen you in a while. They'd reach over and grab your grab your bicep and your tricep and go, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Hey, women the same way. Brittany and Candace. Every time I see them, they hug me. Every time I see them, and I don't think it's sexual in the least. It's just a fondness for one another. So. I just hope they don't completely get rid of human contact. And and what I was going to say before I I lost my train of thought was for a while there, for about a year, I would say hello to people and they'd look away and go, or maybe not, maybe not not hello, because it would piss me off. But now I'm realizing people are terrified of making human contact now, aren't they? They really are. Yes. Especially if you're in the public eye, you, you have to be. It's sad, though. People are too afraid to even... I don't know, the, the whole thing. You know what's really funny about that whole situation? And, and I've talked about this before, so I'm not embarrassing Tevin, but, you know, he, he sends me birthday greetings or Christmas or whatever, and it's always, from your black son. <laughs> and JB does the same thing, from your youngest black brother. And I love that. It's, it's a connection that I have with those two gentlemen. I don't know, gentlemen. How about those two guys? How about that, Tevin? That, that are you works. a gentleman or are you a guy? Yeah, so guys, okay. Yeah, yeah, it works. Whatever. Anything but the big I, ass is fine, Tom. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. You know who I hate is that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, let's not do that. But but seriously, I, I it means a lot to me when you do that and when JB does it and when Philip and I joke around about, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, and several other friends. I, I, I really enjoy that closeness and that affection and, that, you know, admiration for one another that allows us to do that. I think it's terrific. Right? Oh, a- absolutely. Yes. And it's like now when everybody's so sensitive about everything, you can't, like, joke around with people in public and they think they'll take it one way. Like, people think you're a racist or something, and it's like, no, we it's just a different time now. Like, back in the day, we used to say things all yeah. the time that would be, we'd get yeah. thrown in jail for now. There's a kid, uh, as a matter of fact, in Florida at our building. His name is Brew. Nice kid. Young black kid. He's, oh, how old is Brew? About 25, maybe? Guess. If that, I everybody don't even know looks that. like they're twenty-five. Yeah, that's true. Everybody looks like they're twenty-five now. 
But, you know, last week he was joking around, and, and you know, he, he came up. And he puts his arm around me and goes, hey, how you doing, Tom? How's everything going? Because he was calling me Mr. Bernard, and I said, no, you don't have to call me. You just call me Tom. So he came up and put his arm around me, and somebody made a comment about it. He goes, it's my dad, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> so it's just one of those deals. I, I don't know. I, I, I just I really would miss that if people stopped doing that thing, that closeness that they feel like shaking hands with somebody or, or putting their arm around their shoulder or something. Look, I mean, don't stick your hand down people's crotches. That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> you right? shouldn't do that? No. No, don't do that. Noted. Uh, another example. So, so you know, when, when I see Dan... Uh, or Andy, or whatever. When I when they say goodbye, they both give me a hug. I think it's wonderful. It's a human contact. You know, it's a it's a great thing. I I like the fact that every time I see Fawn and we leave, she goes no and turns okay. her back on me. That's not I just what she does. <laughs> oh my God! I told people about Fawny. about the birthday card that oh, Fawny and you God, that gave the funniest Anna. thing I ever saw in it my life. It was fabulous. Go ahead. You tell the pet story better than I do, Catherine. Well, so she, all of a sudden we're, we're all sitting around having, I don't know, a snack, and all of a sudden Fawn brings me over a birthday card, and she starts opening it, because of course she's two and they love to open things. So I'm like, you can open it, that's fine. So she finishes opening it, and before it's even out of the envelope, she's cracking up. She and she shows me the card, and she's like, "It's funny because it's a dog eating pizza." <laughs> and the, the birthday card is Fawn picked it out. It was a picture of a dog sitting at a table, and there was a pizza, like a chihuahua or something, yeah, like yeah. a super fat chihuahua sitting at a table, like upright. With a pizza in front of it, and it said, yeah, I'm into fitness, fitness, whole pizza in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, fitness, whole pizza in my mouth. She just exactly. like the and, chihuahua? Yep, oh, yeah. and that's, and yeah, she opens it up, and she goes, it's a dog eating pizza. <laughs> like, she was cracking up. And she was, was just floored with that humor. But then we she was, but then she was really it. confused because my mom was laughing so hard that she started to cry and then she goes, you are sad, Nana? And she's like, no, I'm crying because I'm laughing. Oh, the re- her reaction was, pre- I will oh, take a photo best. of the card and post it. Yeah, you got to do that. Because, I mean, obviously if you're two, that's your jam for humor. We oh, do yeah. have to take a break. Be right back. We'll be talking to Tim Lammers about what's going on in the theaters. We haven't seen Dumbo. We were going to go to see Dumbo yesterday, but we were just too, too tired. tired. So couldn't do it. <laughs> no, Tevin we saw out from her birthday. Tevin saw us. Oh, good. We'll be right back. It's going to be phenomenal. He be loved right it. Back I know he did. With the family. <laughs> It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. <laughs> God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we right love working one. with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender.
Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Is this a song where John Mellencamp smells her hair? <laughs> Diane's hair. Sure. It smells mm, divine. Diane's hair, yeah. It smells so good. Jack and Diane. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Lammers with us. We're going to be talking movies. But now, the revelation that Tevin went to see us. Yeah, I give it a solid, like, six out of ten. There's Six out of nine. Oh, I thought solid. you'd like it more than it that. Not good. It was not a good movie. Really? I didn't, I didn't think it was well, good. It wasn't. It wasn't, they said it was going to be a horror film, so you watch a trailer and you think, oh, I'm about to be scared for two hours, and there's yep. no. nothing scary about it. It was funnier than it was scary, nothing. but it wasn't a comedy movie. You mean you mean bunnies hopping around in a mall basement isn't scary? No, no. <laughs> okay, I need to see this movie because it sounds just it's, so it's weird. Terrible. It's super random. Like He tried to make... Like a classic movie, but you could tell he just put too much effort into it and lost the. Maybe we should just actually yeah. make this, have this make sense. Mm. That would be good. Well, well I, USA, USA Today calls uh, Jordan Peele the new Hitchcock. Of course. Oh, for God. Yeah, like USA them. Today. Well, have you tried to read that rag lately? You can't even read the damn thing. <laughs> It's the most poorly written piece of garbage that USA Today. Well, we're, when we were up in, in Disney World, we're in Disney World. I tried to read USA Today and the New York Times. You can't read either one of them because they're so sanitized and cleansed of any what might be considered offensive language. Yep. It's unreadable now. You can't even read the newspapers anymore. It's like reading something from a parody of yes. political yep. correctness. Well, I will tell you this. As I said to Tevin yesterday, I didn't think that was as bad oh. as Catherine made it sound. I thought she was the best part of the movie. Like that was. <laughs> oh, Catherine was like... does a great voice. Timmy, you've heard the voice, haven't you? Uh, I, Catherine say it? Yes, I have. It's wonderful. Oh, it's just right on the money. <laughs> it is. It's it perfect. is. No, I know. <laughs> and, and, and before you make too much fun of her voice, there's she's uh, under a lot of hot water right now because uh, that the inspiration for that voice apparently comes from some. It's a disease, uh, disease called spasmodic dysphonia. There it is. Oh, that yeah, one. Right. That oh, one. So no. people, that people one. with the disease are now up in arms because she made money off their disease. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, so I can't do that, oh, imi- that imitation anymore. Certainly not. Is that what? Uh, is that what? Was it Robert Kennedy the yes, Robert Kennedy Jr.? That was her inspiration. Yeah. Actually, he she credited him. 
Right, oh. right, because he does that. Oh, know? yeah? Oh. It's, it's very, oh, God, it's very sad, actually, when he, now, he could talk his normal voice, but he kind of does this. He goes, I can talk in my <clears throat> voice. That's how he does oh. it. He can get some words out, but he cannot speak a whole sentence without that happening. Well, oh. so Which is, it, is very, it's very sad. Is it like a spasm? Bobby Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. It is, oh, yep. he's like, I actually, he was just here for an anti-vaccine rally thing because he is very oh, yeah. anti-vaccine. Mm. <clears throat> and oh, I could they link that to his vaccination? And I saw him um, interviewed, and yeah, I was like, "What's going on with his voice?" That explains it. Uh... Yeah, he does. He does have that situation. I, I I actually sent in a question, but he didn't answer. I said, "Has anybody else in your family murdered anyone recently, <laughs> like your uh, uncle Teddy did?" I can't imagine why he wouldn't answer that. <laughs> I thought he would have read the answer that one from stage. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know they should be putting uh, using that voice. She wasn't using them in any way, shape, or form. She just maybe she brought attention to them, which I think would be a good thing, not a bad yeah. thing. Well, she said she. You know, it's raising she awareness. said that the disorder was her inspiration for the voice. Is the problem? Yeah. If she had just not said that, then what? no one would have. Well, maybe. Yeah. But of Listen, course. I don't like the fact that her first name is stolen from Pita Bread. I don't care for that, Lupita. You stole that name. <laughs> I'm sick to death of it. It's like Wolf Nyan'go. and, Bre- and Pita. Wolf Bread. <laughs> Wolf Bread. Exactly. Yeah, Lupus. Yeah, Lupe. Lupe. What, what is it? Lupe. Yeah, well, Lupus Lupe. means Wolf in Latin. Right. But there's a disease called Lupus, too, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yes. And what is that? It's an autoimmune disorder. Oh, it is? Ooh, that's not good. It's not So great. in any case, overall, uh, Tevin gives it a six. Yeah. Yeah. And the plot twist at the end also didn't make any sense. And like if it was no. that, if that if it was that easy for the little girl, like the tethered little girl to go up the escalator to find the other little girl, why didn't yeah. she just leave in the first place? Like it wasn't exactly. like they were all locked up. And what happened there to the people were- that, what happened to the people that made the clones? Like where'd those people go? Yeah, there were so many plot holes, it wasn't even funny. Yeah, there were. It's too bad, but I tell you what, the, the people in the theater made it even worse because they wouldn't shut up, and then half the people got up and left at halftime. I know there wasn't a halftime, but about halfway through the movie, half the theater got yeah, up and left. Bailed. It was like, oh, God. Yeah, I saw it in an empty theater except for, like, four or five other people. And so, like, you go to – I went to the one in St. Louis Park, and so you pay for, like, a seat. And so yeah. I was just, like, pick a random seat. And I go in, like, and I just right. sat wherever. Like, there's nobody in here. And so the people must have had, like, picked the seat next to me. And they came and sat, like, right next to me. I was like, guys, there is literally nobody in this theater. See? And you came and sat Minnesota. Right next to me. We don't like that. <laughs> you claimed our territory. <laughs> Settle down. Maybe they were worried that they'd get scared and they wanted to be around other people. <laughs> Although, think about it this way, Tevin. What if they wanted to suck up to a black guy so they could look good politically? Oh, yeah. my God. Like, this guy's sitting uh? by himself. We're going to be friends with him. <laughs> <laughs> he has no friends. Oh, God, that's wonderful. Were they white ladies from the suburbs? Yeah, it was two yeah, white exactly. ladies and white guy. <laughs> There you go. Two, two rich white ladies that know more about black people than you do, Tevin. I can guarantee you that. Did you hear Did you hear uh, Chris Rock's thing? Oh, God, that was funny. Oh, my God, that was funny. Did you hear Chris Rock talking about uh, talking about Jussie Smollett? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, he was told not to talk about he Jussie. Did. 
he did a speech at the uh, NAACP uh, Image Awards, mm-hmm. and he was told, do not tell any Jussie Smollett oh. jokes. Of course First he thing he walks on stage. <laughs> <laughs> he said, first of all, let me just say, your name is Jesse. You don't get the you no more. Your name is Jesse from now on. <laughs> and he went off and he said, do you know what I could have done with that light skin of yours? Man, that light skin and that curly hair. My, my career would have been out of here, man. <laughs> and the, it was phenomenal. And you can't tell a comedian, hey, don't talk about yeah, this. Yeah, really. Nine, no. Ten times yeah, out of ten, the first thing out of their mouth is going to be whatever you told them not to well, talk about. Absolutely. I, just, I always love that grin on his face. He comes oh, out God. and he's like, so they told me not to talk about Jesse Smollett. <laughs> he's got that grin on his face. It's like, yeah. it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was honest to God. It was just terrific. I've always really liked him. Well, he's Tom, something else, man. You, were, you said before that he is, I mean, this guy's a prophet as far as I'm concerned because he's oh, yeah. the guy that I, I heard it from you who said, um, someday the only thing we'll be able to do is hop around on one foot, right? Yep. Is that what the <laughs> That's it. No. quote is? Yep. That's all we'll be allowed yep. to do. Yep. I mean, the hop guy around is on a, one a foot. Oh, he is. There's no question about it. He, well, he said many, many years ago, he said, O.J. Simpson, professional football player, great professional football player, great running back at USC. But let me put it this way. If O.J. Simpson was a bus driver who would not be known as O.J., he'd be known as O.J. the murdering bus driver. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. It's just your position in the community. It's all about position, whether you're a, a movie star, a TV star, or whatever. When are people going to get sick to death of Hollywood screwing us over? Hollywood Never. privilege? Is it, are people ever going to get sick of the fact that they try to rig... Uh, you know, federal uh, cases, 16 federal counts. They rigged that whole situation. They they rigged getting their kids into college. There was more sexual abuse in Hollywood than any other place in America. But how do they get away with all this? And why do people keep going, you know, going to movies if Hollywood thinks they can do whatever they wish and get away with it? You know what? I, I don't know the answer to that, but I, I do find it interesting, though, how... You have a guy like J- Jesse, and now some other controversy will come out. Maybe, maybe more parents will be named or whatever, and then all of a sudden that's forgotten. It seems like there's yeah, a real yeah. short memory span here, and maybe that's why. It, it just seems like the big story dominates until the next big story, and that dominates, and everything that yeah. comes before it is forgotten. Now, this is the odd thing that came up last week. I think it might have been Friday. Liam Neeson brought up his apology again. It's like, man, just when they were done talking with you, you got to reignite it. How desperate are you for attention that you need to do that? Yeah, I yeah mean, that's true. Because yeah. people have more or less forgotten. that. That's old. That's last year's news as far as, you know, the, the shelf life of that story because how, how many big things have happened since then. But he brought it up again. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why people keep going back. I, again, I think people like reading they like the negative stuff and i don't get it it pisses me off personally um but some honest people with you. just love that negative stuff if it were me and about to make a statement to the press and jb and tevin and philip were there and i said what i wanted to do is go find a black guy they go shh, 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 shh. be quiet Tom. 
Don't say anymore. That's enough. <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, how did anybody let him say what he said? Yeah, I want to go kill to a black it up guy. Again. What? Yeah, what a lunatic. These people yeah, do not live they, in our world. That's the whole problem. They they live in a completely different universe than we do. They just well, do. desperately trying to get back in the good graces of Hollywood by apologizing again. Otherwise, why would right. he put himself up to all that bad? Because I'm sorry, there's no way out of this one, pal. You What you no. said was incredibly stupid. Yet he's it still really trying. Was. I don't know. You know, why don't you at least say, I wanted to find a mixed race guy to kill. I mean, at least throw both races in there, or at least two out of the five or whatever it is. You know what I mean? You don't just go, I want to find a black guy and kill him. What? You actually said that. I'm sure he didn't do it, but he claims he did it. But why would you say something like that? Are you that out of touch? To sell a movie, no less. A lot of the time, people, they try to demonstrate to everyone how woke they are and in the process make everyone (laughs) mad because there is no sufficient amount. They'll always want you to do better, which, I mean, it's, it's not a possible goal to meet their standards. So if you try to meet their standards, they're just going to be mad at you for not trying even harder. True. I, yeah, well, that's yeah, that's exactly what it is. It is what it is. Or you're what trying too hard. There's also that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to try so hard to be PC. Yeah. You should just everyone should be equal. Mm-hmm. It's like I want you to be as PC as is humanly possible, but I don't want to know that you're trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's odd, isn't it? Uh, well, it's a, I mean, it's just it's a, a cult, thing. and that's how cults are. You can always be more loyal to the cult. Well, that's like um, one of the shows I watch, Superstore, is really funny. Uh-huh. There's this, the manager of the store was explaining, they had like a meeting. I don't even remember what it was about, but the manager was like, it's 2019. There's no rules anymore, but it's nothing but rules. <laughs> I'm like, that is a fact. Yeah. yeah well, that's true. And, yeah. And poli- like, speak of politically correctness, like if people that work in like, you say like a superstore, like the service industry is oh, like God. the least politically correct yeah. industry. Like, so like I was at work yesterday and we have, there's two gay guys that are working there and somebody said like trans like a derogatory term for transgender okay so like explain to this guy like oh why that's derogatory yeah and then well one of the gay guys like slipped up and said the derogatory term like two minutes later and the other guy turns to him and goes you effing f word (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) it was like the funniest thing ever it's like this is so wrong but it's fun like it's two guys like going back and forth anyway it's like yeah, but people get crucified for this, but like, yeah. you know, it's still mm-hmm. still strong in the service industry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice to know. That's very, very nice to know. No question about that. I um, do you think there's there there is a conclusion to all of this, or will this just go on forever and ever and ever, and people will be further and further apart, and people don't even make eye contact now? How much worse is that going to get? 
It'll stop once something really horrible happens. Yeah, it's got to swing back. Yeah, Avenged. it's everything's yeah. a pendulum. I mean, I was thinking yeah. about that, like you said, Dad. Nobody makes eye contact anymore. Like Dan mm-hmm. and I always say hi to like we were in the hotel and like everybody we walk past in the halls, we'd say yes. hello to or good afternoon or whatever, mm-hmm. and we talk to people in the elevator and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I was like. Fawn is so used to, like, she'll just wave at strangers and say hi, and right, she'll walk right. by somebody and say, hi, my name's Fawn. <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's what, because she's used to Dan and me doing it, and, yep, but I think yep. so many kids her age are, grow up with, you know, their parents not talking to anybody. Yeah. So right. it'll be really interesting to see if people think she's weird, because she just will talk <laughs> to anybody so when she's older. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back, and then I'll tell another thing that Fawny has stabbed me in the back over. Not only, Nana, your dad's on the phone, now there's a new one. She thought somebody else was me. Well, everybody does. Yeah. Oh, Oh. everybody does. Thank you. We'll We'll be right back with the. You pulled that one on yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Robbie, who started in sales and is now director of recruitment. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority. Because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I hit the post. Thank you very much. Um, So over the weekend... Uh, at Disney World, a guy walks up to me and says, Man, I thought you were dead. I'm like, What? <laughs> he says, I thought you were dead. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And he shows me this article, and I guess the Star Tribune ran the same article. Um, Dennis Hoff, they re- revealed oh, yeah. that Dennis Hoff died of a, a heart attack, right? Mm-hmm. So, Andy, it's that picture of Dennis Hoff wearing the baseball cap. And Cassie, I think you. Yep. Are yeah. you the one who did the separated at birth? Yeah, I think I did a side by side of yeah. you and Dennis. Well, Try to get out of it. No, I, I couldn't so. remember if I did it or if, uh, Doc Ketchmark did, but I think I did because I found the picture of both of you wearing the baseball cap. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it looks identical. So he shows me the picture. Oh God, yes, I've seen that picture of Dennis Hoff and blah 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 and all the rest of it. 
So I, I t- take it back and I look up the picture and I bring up the picture on my phone oh, and I show it to Fawn. I said, Fawn, who's this? She goes, Bop, Bop. Even my granddaughter <laughs> thinks it looks exactly like that. Oh, it I'm it telling does. you. That, it's kind of scary. Yeah. But other pictures, he doesn't look anything like me. Well, that one he sure does. He's got a shaved head and he's got he got a, he's got a big old giant melon for one thing. Man, that guy's got I got a big head, but his is gigantic. Mm. So, um It's a different kind of large. <laughs> oh, very funny. That's hilarious there, turtle like dove. Large, large, not just large. <laughs> like large, you know. <laughs> No, oh, hey, look at the time. It's time to wrap it up, isn't it? Oh, oh, oh. I've got to ask Lamerson. Did you see Dumbo? Yes, I did. I, actually, I've seen it twice. Because yeah. I went with my wife for the day screening, and then I went right. with my two youngest kids for the night screening. Uh, so, okay. you know, oh, it's right. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting Sorry. because... She's it, talking to dog, not critic. me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. What's that? Sorry, Tim. Oh, Catherine yelled, oh, no, stop no, it's it. Fine. It didn't do no, as no, no, well no. as I, the, the movie didn't do as well as I thought it was going to. Yeah. And, and you read these post-mortems that the major trades will put out about why it didn't connect or whatever. Now, granted, $45 million is a lot of money, but they expected it to go anywhere from 50 to 60. But they're saying Dumbo is too old a title for younger parents to be familiar oh, with. I oh, suppose. And I suppose. No they said, you know, people, What? No. Somebody they said, that, okay, so people connect with The Lion King, they connect it with Beauty and the Beast because those films are from the 80s or the, you know, so they, I don't know how you could be that disconnected from Dumbo, but I don't know, apparently people were, I mean, it, it's, a, I love the film, so I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. That doesn't make it. But it's it, not a remake. No. Everyone knows it's Dumbo. A, it's a Disney club. How old are you, Tevin? I'm 27, and I remember watching Dumbo on VHS. Yeah, as a yeah kid, everyone's like, seen yeah. Dumbo. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't get that, that whole logic that why they said people were, well, it's not familiar to them. But I will tell you, there, I, I don't read reviews, but I will check the Rotten Tomatoes and the little blurbs. And one reviewer yeah. wrote, one reviewer wrote, uh, I thought it was a problem that they revealed that Dumbo could fly too early. I thought it ruined the surprise. What? I'm thinking, what? Apparently, mm. you've never seen Dumbo, the original. Yeah. What? And how sad is that? Oh, and By the way, I want to ask a question. a film like that is crazy. I know. I am being serious here. I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I just want to know the truth about this. So, Tevin, when you saw Dumbo as a little kid, yes. right? You saw the original version. <laughs> yep. What did you think when the crows started talking? I mean, when I was I thought, wow, that's well, accurate. Yeah, when I that's <laughs> what my whole family talks like. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> people that Finally. Birds that speak like me. Right about time they he put said, a re- character like me in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I no, he said represent. <laughs> he finally felt included. But what did you? I didn't think it was like. What did was, you think? I guess I don't even know how old I was at the time well, when I first watched it, but like it definitely wasn't like. I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, like, oh, yeah. here are some talking crows. They sound like they're from, like, Louisiana. Like, yeah. Well, that's know. good. See, well, I mean, there are people so you that talk offended. like yeah. that, so it's like you just think they're people oh, yeah. like and, that. And, so. like, and, like, I hate to break it to people, but I have better things to do with my time than get offended by some talking crows in the Dumbo movie. <laughs> but, like, no, not you. Like, you want to know something worse? You want to know something worse hmm. about that? Hmm. Uh, he's not re- one of the characters. One of the crows is not referred 
to by name in the film, but in the credits, if you look on IMDb, one of the characters' names is Jim Crow. Well, that sounds about right. Jim Crow? Good Uh, God. That's a pun. Now, this was 20 years before the Jim Crow laws, was it? So, Mm -hmm. granted, it's not like, you know, but yeah. But still, it's like another tough deal to look back at that and say, oh, my God, that character's name was Jim Crow. Oh, my God. Well, you have to remember how old that movie is. I mean, it's 41. It's old. I hear Us is making a ton of money, right? Yep. Tons yeah. of money. Even For though people don't like it that much. Yeah, the I public the doesn't like it. Hollywood movie. loved it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yes, of course, know. Hollywood we'll loved see. it because they were basically required to. But yeah, and I bet that yeah. the lady Lupita wins a wins an award of some sort. Oh, she will role. totally. Now, what did you think of her performance? I mean, truthfully, <laughs> I thought she was. I thought she was brilliant. Okay. I did nice too. Try. <laughs> I, I thought I thought she was the best part yeah, of the movie. I for, sure, I for sure thought she was the shining one shining star in that movie. <laughs> That's like called a white guy Tommy. getting suckered by a the black dad. guy right there. <laughs> you you have to admit, cold, though, Tom. Kevin. That was Tom, cold. He's the Kevin. one that stood up for the family. He stood up for the family, not the not the husband. He didn't I do know it was terrible. It was terrible. He got hit in the leg yeah, with a baseball yeah, I, bat. I agree with Catherine on that as well. Tom, you're a little too harsh. I don't think he made people look, made black guys look that bad because he got hit in the no. knee with a baseball bat. And like, I'm Who sorry. hasn't? But oh, another plot hole, Tevin. Did you notice that the guy could swim That's with the broken leg? Yeah. Apparently, a black guy can swim. Everyone knows that walk. swimming is easier on your joints. <laughs> is it? And then you're whipping your feet around. Right. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, how come he can swim? Yeah. Here's how I look at the baseball to the knee thing. Okay, yeah, I'm sure it hurt like a bastard. Don't get me wrong. But if you're fighting for your family's lives, that's not going to matter. Oh, yeah, you'll... Your leg, no. The, your adrenaline is going to take over. Yeah, the, mm. the adrenaline will dull the pain for long enough for you to do what needs to be done, unless your knee is so messed up that you can't move it. But if he was swimming later, then obviously... Well, I mean, how much later? Is this the same day? Yeah, this is like 15 minutes Oh, later. okay, so we yeah. They handcuffed the wife to the coffee table that she couldn't move to get the fire poker. <gasps> that was the I thing that know. The coffee table was yeah, nailed was like, down? You can slide it over. Like, you, can, <laughs> you don't want anyone stealing this. It's an antique. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. And it's like a two-by-two well, two that she's handcuffed And the to. zombie lady didn't check the handcuffs, so she could have just like done no. a fake job like I would have right. done. Exactly. I don't know. I'm too nervous to do it right. Ooh. I don't know what to tell you. What are we going to do with these movies now? We got, to, but well, I do want to see Dumbo. They, I definitely want to see. It. They just gave him too much kudos for Get Out, so he thought that he was a movie-making god. So why try? Yeah. You know, I'm God. I can well, do whatever I want. That's why he was. That's why he was allowed to be weird with it. Exactly. He was. He was given yeah. creative carte blanche. Do whatever you want because you, you know, took what some considered would get out a horror movie, which I did not. I didn't think it was a horror movie, but that's my right, that's my observation. Right. But anyway, he won Oscars or at least one Oscar for that film. So he brought he made so much out of nothing because it was a six million dollar budget or yep. something. It's wow. like, dude, do whatever you want, man. You, you know, and so he did, yeah, guess, and yeah. and so much of it was yeah. so weird. I didn't mind the weirdness. 
I thought, oh, this is different for me because, you know, your horror movies gen- generally are pretty much standard formula now. So I thought, I mm-hmm. like this for a change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, it was refreshing. The weird music and all that stuff, that, that bizarre, it's like, okay, go for it. You know, whatever. I mean, and if I have to see it again to try to figure out more stuff, I think that was part of his point. He knew mm-hmm. it, too. He wants people to come back to try to figure things out. And then, of course, you're going to make money by doing that. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Did you go see Unplanned this weekend? No, I did not. <laughs> no? Did not. What do you even know what I'm talking about? I do. I oh. do. Um, yeah. And I do also know that um, network television would not take any advertising for well, it. No, of course of, not. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That, is that Mike Lindell? Yeah, that's movie, Mike Lindell. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, that was all over Twitter today too, because Twitter was um, kicking people off of the unplanned site. Why were they? They were kicking off? followers off, like hundreds. Why? Uh, because it's like, it goes against their political beliefs. Yeah, I yeah guess, but they, so you can threaten to kill people on Twitter, and that doesn't bother them. Well, I don't know enough about the movie God. to to make. I mean, I know that it was a somebody that worked at a Planned Parenthood. It's place, based right? on a true story of Abby Johnson. And then, she worked at Planned Parenthood, and then she saw an abortion and became a pro-life activist after that. So, Which is kind of her business, isn't it? Oh, I thought yeah, it was somebody I that... Guess. Okay. But, I, yeah, mean, well, I, I don't know enough about the movie to make any sort of a comment, but people are going wild Well, yeah, of course. This. It disagrees with their politics. They're, they can't handle that. Well, here's the problem. With, well, I shouldn't say a problem. Yeah. It, anytime it's going to look, it, if it's, gonna, it's only going to get publicity and it's going to make people more interested in the movie. So it's a kind of a counterproductive sort of thing they're doing. It made twice the as much money as they uh, estimated. So yeah, it did. They made more. They made <coughs> twice as much as they estimated they would. Ooh, so wow. hey, well, there you go. I think that publicity got people into the theaters. So you know, whatever. You know, I, I didn't. What see, I would like I, again, to see. I don't know anything about it either, so I, I can't comment on it. What I would say is this: if you if you want to be pro-choice, that's none of my business. If you want to be, you know, pro-life, that's none of my business either. As long as you don't shove it down each other's throats, yeah. I'm good mm-hmm. by that, right? It's none of my exactly. business what you do. Exactly. So I don't know. You know, I, I don't see one position or one opinion being above the other. It's just just don't shove it down each other's throats, and everybody be fine, right? Well, the problem you do what is... you do, I'll do what I do. If you say you're anti-abortion, they assume that you're anti-abortion because you want to control women, and they won't believe anything yeah, you right, say right, other, other than right. that. So the, there's no debate because they're just they're putting words in the other side's mouth, and then just yeah. going from no, there. I, yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. I, I just. I don't know. I never had it. I I never wanted to be involved in one, and I never was involved in one. But again, I, I just I waited later and much later in life than most guys do. I just I just figured if I had a baby, um, you know, early on in my life, like several guys I grew up with. They, and by the way, ninety percent of those guys are dead. Mm. Having a baby when you're sixteen years old cannot be good for you. No, no. I'm not saying I'm, you know, pro having this, that, or the other thing. I wasn't involved in it, therefore I don't really get an opinion on it, do I? Right? No opinion for you. No, no opinion for you, for you. <laughs> There we go. 
Oh, I see how it's going to go the rest of the day. That's like telling Chris Rock not to talk about Jesse. <laughs> don't talk about yeah. Jesse Spillett. <laughs> Tom, don't give Tom, don't talk about <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll, I, I just... I've got. I guess I've gotten to the point in my life now, as I really understand now, that everybody is terrified. That's why they don't want to make eye contact. They don't want to say hello. They can stare at you, but as soon as you look back at them, they they avert their eyes. Oh yeah. They just they don't want to be. It's just so sad that people don't want any human contact anymore. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Even like because now I find it weird or not weird, but it's like a lo- like it takes you off guard when somebody actually does. Like make eye contact with you, or just say a quick hello as you pass them in the street. Like uh, the other day, I was walking in Uptown, and I had uh, I have a sweatshirt that says Black Excellence on it, and I walk past another black guy, and he like looks at my sweatshirt, and says, "Oh man, like great sweatshirt." And I was like, "Oh holy, wait, we talk to strangers now? Like, what's, like nothing, brings, nothing brings the community together like a Black Excellence shirt." I'm like, I'm gonna wear this more often. Well, when we were in Cuba, I don't even know if you know this. Mm. We were sitting there waiting for you. I think you were buying cigars or something. Okay. And um, this kind of, I don't know, this guy, uh, an older gentleman who hadn't brushed his teeth in about 400 years. Oh, the years. guy that kept saying, money, money, give no, me some no, money. No, no, that no, guy? no. No, oh, not that guy. No, okay. he came up and he, he looked at Katie Harms mm-hmm. and got this big smile on his face and just went up to her and kissed her on the cheeks. And then he, he saw And then he saw me and he came over and kissed me. Oh, I definitely wasn't there. And I'm like, <laughs> but I mean, he had this. He he looked. He was harmless. I could tell he was harmless. Right. Uh, and he just moved moved along after he did it. And there was a guy, another guy sitting next to me who was obviously a local, and he yelled at the guy. Oh, did he? He yelled at the guy what in Spanish. Say? I don't know. I couldn't understand. Arabarandi, arabarandi. Oh, that's not okay. racist at all. Racist? That was actually Italian. <laughs> racist. 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 More offended than it was Very racist. Very racist of you. Arabarandi, was Don Rickles' imitation of Frank Sinatra. So it was well, Italian, whatever. not Spanish. Whatever. But anyway. We got to take a break. Timmy, thank you, sir. Always, as always, a hell of a report. And we uh, found you. out we'll, that. We'll uh, talk about Pet Cemetery on Thursday. Ooh, Ooh I'd love to hear about that. I cannot wait to see it. Okay. That's the only Stephen right. King story I've ever liked. Mm-hmm. We'll be back be with the family.